are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping a Locked On Wildcats. All right, we t- let's talk about a little bit where Arizona goes from here. And you talked about three years. Here's my question. Is the fans so far gone in three years where they don't attend basically any games that this team's going to basically need to be able to compete for the Rose Bowl to get somebody to show up? Yes. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> I wish I could be a little bit more in-depth, and I'll try. Right. Okay? They're done. The mm-hmm. fan base, the the community fan base is done, and this is something that the University of Arizona mm-hmm. needs to recognize right. and needs to be okay with, and needs to believe and needs to have patience. Arizona football has lost the community. They've lost not not you know here there there are two things going on, okay? And we've we Mike, you and I have talked about this before on the Locked On podcast. There are two fan bases for Arizona. There's the student fan base. There's the community fan base, okay? Student fan base chuckles at Arizona football because they think Arizona football is laughable, okay? They don't know much about sports, but they know on the basic level, you know, your school's basketball team is supposed to be pretty good. They've heard about them in basketball. Your school's football team isn't good. We'll go for the first half. It's a thing to do. We drank before. We'll drink after. At the half, we'll leave, you know, and we'll party, and we won't even remember what the final score was because, you know, whatever. Um, Then there's the community, which we've also talked about before. Mm -hmm. The community is apathetic. The community does not care. In a short 48-hour or 72-hour window, and you probably saw this on social media, there are plenty of people who are pissed off that Arizona lost to NAU. Mm -hmm. Hardcore football fans are just embarrassed, rightfully so, about what happened, and so they're probably venting quite a bit. But the reality is they don't care. This is is a game that kind of trickled around. Wait, Arizona lost to NAU? Wait. NAU? Right. Wow, we really are bad, aren't we? Are, yeah. That's it. Yeah, so, who cares? Who ca- and, now, right, yeah. and now, who cares? I guess we're moving on. Who do they right. play next week? I don't care. Right. They're going to lose. Right. Who do they play next week? I don't care. They're right. going to lose. Jed Fish was up against it with the fan base coming in. I think he was probably convinced when he hung out with people that, you know, hung out with people around the U of A. Who told him, oh, yeah, it's good. Look Don't at these worry. numbers. You're the only game in town. Right. You're a town of a million people. People, people are going to come out for Arizona football. They've drawn before. What else are they going to do on a right. Saturday night? Right. And, uh, well, it turns out now. They've got other options. They got other, Even if they don't have other options, they have other options. Right. And one of the options is not Arizona football. Right. And, and, again, we talked about this three weeks ago. Jed Fish in the offseason did everything right. And he was not going to – this was going to take a while for Arizona uh, – for the community to hop on board Arizona football because they 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 feel like they had been fooled by Arizona football before. Mm-hmm. Okay, none of that was going to change. But now, you know they've they've lost more of the fan base. Obviously, as a result, right. is this going to be, you know, what it, I don't even know what they drew it in. How many did they say versus how many I, were actually I would there? Imagine, honestly, I would imagine there was about fifteen to sixteen thousand. You think there were fifteen there. or sixteen thousand actual physical fans physical at the NAU there, game? Yeah. Do you think that number's going to be, it'll be higher for homecoming? Yeah. That's it. But what's higher for homecoming? What does that mean? Yeah. 28? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Right. I mean, uh, and that'll be that, that'll be your high water mark, and it's going to be like that 
for the next three years. Right. You know, unless unless Arizona makes a huge leap, mm-hmm. and even if they make a huge leap, they may, they're going to have to challenge for the conference title in November of some year to get butts in the seats. Right. You know, but but we're look how. But we're looking at a long time before that happens. So any conversation about, you know, well, you should be loyal. You should be all of Honestly, if you weren't a hardcore U of A football fan, would you blame anybody else in the community for not going and watching a team that got at home throttled by San Diego State and embarrassed by NAU? Right. Would you go? Would you spend your money doing that? Right. You know, so so the it's hard. No. <laughs> there you go. So it's hard to blame. It's hard to blame the fan base for that. So, I believe, like everything else related to this program, it is imperative on the administration to recognize that they're going to lose money on football, mm-hmm. or that they're going to lose money on attendance, and it's going to hurt other programs, and you're going to have to deal with it because this is a decision you made, and now you're in a position where this is a. I think it's a four-year investment, probably. Mm-hmm. If you don't see if you don't see significant improvement, you know you get you want to see improvement in year two. Sure, what's improvement in year two? Right. Three wins. Right. You know, maybe you get to five and you sniff a bowl in year three. Right. Okay, great. Uh, by year four, you need to be in that. In what I would argue is the UCLA. ASU in 2021 right. category. Basically, Teams you have that, all your players in there at that point. Yes. And you need to be, you don't need to be, you don't need to be challenging Oregon for the championship, but you need to be there and you need to be obviously good. But you need, yeah. And, and heading and you, it in the right direction. You need to be able to prove that the recruits that you have brought in are Pac-12 caliber and can play at the level you want. Right. Recognizing that maybe, you know, depending on how long you're here, who knows, in year five, in year six, maybe things dip a little bit, but... You're getting better recruits on a consistent basis, and you're going to be able to keep, generally speaking, keep moving up the ladder. But year four, I think, is pivotal. So, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of locked-on podcasts talking about how Arizona football isn't very good and how the fan base isn't ultimately going to show up. But in my opinion, we had a lot of years ahead of us before Before that's even a legitimate conversation. Before you even get to that point. Yeah, to get to that point. Yeah, because this is a team, too, and football is so much different than basketball where there's not – I can, you know, I can bring in John Calipari or a great coach, and guess what? I'm going to have good players, and I should probably be fairly decent when year two, year three at the very latest. Right. Football is a totally different, especially when you suck so much on both sides of the football, and there isn't, there's no building blocks. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that you look at and say, "All right, you know what? In a year, he, he, and he are going to be really good." You don't see any of that out there. No. So you're gonna. So so what that means is you're going to have to sell out in JC to try to get some instant influx to get some quick improvement, and that's a fifty-fifty proposition if you hit it big. Right. Uh, and and then. You're going to have to rely on the growth of 18, 19, 18-year-olds 18 playing against more physically gifted 20- and 21-year-olds right. uh, and where you're trying to make the difference, and you need to get a lot of both of those. Mm-hmm. So I, I, think it's going to, I think it's going to take some time. Now, I don't, again, I don't believe it's impossible. I think, I think Arizona can just like, you know, I'll say it, just like UCLA and just like ASU and just like, you know, I don't know what the – can you be as good as Colorado, uh, Utah? Yeah, I think so. Right. You know, uh, eventually, sure. Can you be better than that? Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, we've seen. Look at college football right now. 
Iowa State? Right. Really? Iowa State's ranked in the top 15? Right. Really? That's Iowa, really... That's Iowa that, State? That, yeah, Cincinnati's number seven. Cincinnati's seven. Northwestern last year was uh, knocking on the door, maybe maybe winning the Big right. Ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not like... It's not like it isn't possible. It's not like it can't be done. It's not like it can't be done. But this is going to be a long road to hoe, though. Yeah, that's what I think. Right. And and it starts everywhere. First of all, you got to get a quarterback. They all suck. I haven't seen anything from Plummer, Cruz, McLeod, like you said, is everybody's favorite person right now. I haven't seen anything from McLeod that indicates, you know, but maybe he, maybe he is. But the fact is that you couldn't beat out either one of these guys in camp leads me to believe you're probably not very good either. You got to get a quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. You got to get a quarterback and you got to get him in here ASAP. Here's the good news if there is such a thing. <laughs> You've never been in a better position to sell playing time now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because, That's a great because way of putting it. There may be, you may have. 21 out of 22 new starters mm-hmm, next year. For sure. So, if you're a recruit who wants to be sold on playing time, right. and you like the idea of maybe the party scene at the U of A in the process, right. um, Yo, you know, sign that's, me not, up. that's not the worst for selling sure. point. For sure. You're going to get on the field. You're not going to be third string at SC. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that what's going to be weird, though, is that a lot of schools can actually sell you as, you know, not being... Not being absolutely terrible, I guess, for lack of a better term, and still being able to get on the field. Mm-hmm. Arizona, and it's I'm curious as to how they're going to recruit because it that's kind of if I'm recruiting good players, I'm going to want to take them to the basketball games, not the football games. I don't want them seeing yeah. what you're. I don't know. I'll hold on. Keep talk. Let me show you a picture that I got. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a lot to be. Uh, there's a lot to be said about how difficult it is this at was, an empty was, stadium. It feels like a COVID off. stadium. Yeah, you're, you're showing me right now a uh, photo of Arizona Stadium, which is at least 55% empty, maybe 45% in the student section. Oh, possibly as much as percent empty. Possibly at, as much as 80% in the upper deck. Yeah, look uh, at that. There's so, nobody there in yeah. the upper deck. There's nobody on... Uh, from the 20-yard line on both sides, yeah. it's pretty empty. Yeah. There's a fair amount of attendance in the student section in the early going between the 20s on the lower level, but up above, there's there's a lot of emptiness, which, it, and and you said you thought maybe there were 20,000 people, maybe 15 or 20K at that game. Uh, so that's not getting any better, and I understand what you're saying. Right. If you're a recruit, even with playing time, you want to be able to play in front of people, but it's probably not the reality at Arizona, so you're going to have to do a hell of a sales job if you're Jed Fish. And, in fairness, we've seen Jed Fish talk. Right, for sure. We've, we've, we've heard his pitches. We've, you know, we talked ad nauseum in the offseason about how he had, quote-unquote, done everything right. Right. Well, that means that he presents himself very well. Mm-hmm. Now he's got a challenge in front of him. Right. And that... And that challenge involves going into living rooms saying, yeah, I think you can be a building block and we can win with you at Arizona. Now, <laughs> that's just going to be an interesting pitch to see if they can actually make that one work. Because like I said, when at least, like when, when Stoops took over, even though they sucked, they didn't suck that much. And Stoops was such a household name because of who his brother was that he could sell a vision. People don't really know who Jed Fish is. And on top of that... He doesn't have that kind of a name like Stoops did when he was, when he was, I just don't know how he's going to be able to hold all of these guys together because he's got a good staff, but I don't know. If I'm another team, I'm looking to poach every single good player. Sure. Arizona has two uh, elements of tradition 
that perhaps resonate with 16 and 17 year old recruits. Okay. Rob Gronkowski and Teddy Bruschi. Mm-hmm. It's not Dick Tomey. You ask a 16 year old, who's Dick Tomey? I don't know. Ask a 16 year old, who's Larry Smith? I don't know. There you go. Exactly. Right. So, so you've got to pitch Gronkowski and you've got to pitch Bruschi. Right. And you've got to, and then from there, you've got to pitch playing time and you've got to pitch that Arizona's a cool school. Right. And if you can do those things, then maybe, maybe you can get some kids maybe here you can and there. figure something out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and then it gets into this conversation, even if they have a top 25 recruiting class, to some degree, I don't even know what that means anymore at the right. football level. For sure. You know, so, uh, so, so is it, it, it's a long process. I believe it's possible that they can do good things. Mm-hmm. But it's we're in for the long haul to get there. Right. And there's no and, quick and if, fix. There's here. no quick fix. And if you believe that, you know, fish should be blown out at year two because his overall record is three and twenty. Right. After two seasons, right. then you're starting all over you're again. You're starting all over again. And, and you know what? If you thought that fish was good enough to begin with, are you really that short sighted to say, you know what, he's not good enough right. now when you're inherited it? I mean, this, this, you could, I'm, you know, without, without knowing for a fact, I would have a hard time believing there is a worse power five division one football team than Arizona. There's not. Right. I mean, I mean, there's not. Right. It's your, your, your point is absolutely valid. I, I had meant to mention that on one of these podcasts. That, that's, that's without question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas is the only one that can be discussed in that conversation, right. probably. That's right. it. They're the two. Mm-hmm. So, so if you've got a playoff for ineptitude, you already know who the champions in that category right. are. Right, yeah, and you know who's excelling at that point. <laughs> right. right, exactly. So it's a long, long, long haul, and the administration has to be able to deal with the apathy, and that's going to be the tough thing because when they have home games, they're going to have empty seats mm-hmm. and lots and lots of empty seats, and they're going to be trying to, they're, they're going to try, to in, try to insulate themselves in this bubble about how it's okay and how it's going to turn, but... After a while, the boosters are going to get pissed when you lose 15 in a row and 16 in a row and 24 in a row, and, you, and, and there's no— It's and there's 24 no, in a row, which is a very legitimate possibility mm-hmm. right now, is very realistic yeah, at this point. It is. Yeah. This was, this was a guaranteed win. Mm-hmm. The NAU game was a guaranteed win, right. and Arizona didn't get it. So now you look at, at the rest of the schedule and say, you kidding me? No. 24 is a very real possibility. Yes, yes. And, and so you've got to be— if you're in the administration, if you're Robbins, who, you know, for all intents and purposes, from what we hear, is basically running the athletic department anyway, or Dave Hickey, who, you know, it seems to have, you know, made some good hires and at least hired a guy who, again, in the offseason was saying all the right stuff, you got to be patient. Right. And you're going to take a lot of heat right here for being the guy who oversaw a football program that lost maybe 24 games in a row. And your head coach, possibly after two seasons, could have a three and twenty-one record. Right. That's legitimate. And that's going to be very difficult to come back from, even though but, it's, even though it has nothing to do with fish. And again, but you're going to have to. Right. You're gonna you're gonna have to stick this out from a patience standpoint, because Arizona, it's not just an overnight thing. This is a multi-year issue. Mm-hmm. And I think what the NAU game probably provided, as far as a slap in the face is maybe the realization of what you're actually staring at here. Right. You know, you got five minutes of fool's gold against BYU. Mm-hmm. You were outmatched against San Diego State. And from I heard, start to finish. From start to finish. And I heard Fish talk about, you know, after we were down 21 nothing. you know, in the second half, it was really just a one-score game. What are you talking no, about? I, I get you're, you're optimistic. You're trying to spin. 
Nobody buys that. Correct. You don't buy that. Correct. Okay. And now how, you can't spin this one. Right. This is uh, so. So what are you going to say at Oregon? Eh, you know, uh, Oregon kind of played third stringers. We didn't lose. A, you know, didn't didn't lose bad to Oregon. As Stony Brook did. Right. You know, so yeah, hey, right. Exactly. You know, we're, we're making we're we're making progress. This is going to. You got to be in it for the long haul. And I think the administration needs to realize. What you're up against here, right? And how? And now you know. Now you know. You can't fool yourself anymore. You know how bad this is, mm -hmm. and because it's this bad, it's going to take a little while and a lot of patience to get it to improve. Are you willing to see that through? Right. And you know what? One thing that nobody's ever going to doubt is whether somebody's willing to see through a built bar. We've talked about it before, but built bar is something that you don't have to ask that question. There's there's more way more questions around Arizona football than there is built bar. But the questions that you don't have to ask in regards to built bar are this: Where can I get them? I'll tell you. GNC. If you want to order them online, you can order them online. So you want to get a built bar? How many? You know, you've been listening to the Locked On Wildcat podcast for a long time now. You're well aware of Built Bar. Right. So if you use these sorts of things, then why would you use anything else? Anything else. Now, it's tried. Pr it's, it, it's proven. It's proven. Now, we've given you the outlets on where you can find it. GNC, $2.50 each, online with a multitude of flavors. They're available to you. If you want to get a Built Bar, you can get yourself a Built Bar. For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats.